beer is a great way to give back to the community. This episode, we're speaking with Pete Bell. Pete's from an organization called Hops on Lots Pittsburgh. And what they do is they unite communities and local breweries through urban agriculture. In other words, they've got small lots around the city of Pittsburgh where they're growing their own hops. And from there, breweries take them and make their own beer, and sometimes they go back into the communities that they're being grown in. It's a really cool program. In this episode, Pete talks about how the organization started, some of the challenges they face, and maybe, if you're interested, how to launch your own hops on lots in your own city or town. Enjoy the episode. This thing kind of started um, about a couple years ago. Um, my wife was really into gardening, and I was kind of starting to get really into it as well. So kind of wanted to do a way to do some community gardening. And uh, there's a group here in Pittsburgh, an organization called Grow Pittsburgh. And they offered the first uh, community garden class, which was kind of cool. There, I think there were about four or five of us that uh, started with the inaugural class. And um, I kind of got the idea of, you know, that basically what they would teach is, you know, traditional community gardens with, you know, people would um, rent little plots and put some plants in there and whatnot. And then um, eventually, um, you know, pay some money a year and then they'd be able to use it. But I was thinking of a way um, to use a community garden at a different, in a way that, you know, the whole community can be involved, not just those that can, you know, make it, make it to the garden. So, uh, the idea came up with first one, I guess I came up with was a, uh, kind of a beer garden in general. So growing hops, barley, and, uh, some wheat and stuff all together. That was a little bit too ambitious. So, uh, <laughs> went with, uh, just growing hops and, uh, the more and more I dove into it, the more it kind of fit with an urban setting, uh, hops kind of grow anywhere <laughs> and, uh, you have kind of some limited limited locations and limited spaces sometimes to deal with in a city setting. So uh, the two go hand in hand. So that's kind of kind of the gist, I guess. Kind of kind of how we got started. Um, I guess you mentioned that we met a buddy. Uh, yeah, I was work. We kind of came up with the idea of like we needed something to to do. We kind of hated our office jobs. Still, still do. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, but we uh, thinking and pondering for years. You know, having drinks at a bar and then thought, Oh, we should open up a brewery. And then you dive into that and there's well over 50 in uh, Southwestern Pennsylvania. So that it's pretty well saturated and there's a lot of good beer going around. So the next step was, you know, wait, 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 we can do some hop farming. So, um, that's kind of how I had hops in my head. And then the kind of the two with community gardens and whatnot, it came all together. So what, what, what really struck me, um, with, with, um, um, you know, the hops on lots is it's, it's, it's more than just, you know, growing hops. I think there's a really cool community component there as well. And, and, you know, I know, I think you guys had a, um, a celebration, a couple, a couple, maybe it was last year at the, the Stanton Heights, um, community center or, or something like that. Can you kind of talk about, um, how, you know, growing the hops kind of ties back into the community, giving back to the community? Um, yeah, so that's, that, that was the whole idea, idea of the project. So, um, you know, try to grow hops in a way um, to be able to give back to the community, not just those who can participate in gardening. So um, we grow the hops and we donated the hops to Roundabout. And um, Roundabout brewed an awesome beer. The brewer there is Steve Sloan. He's uh, been around the block uh, quite a bit and 
does does some great things. So last year we gave him about five pounds of fresh hops off the vines, and he did a uh, he just basically had a pale ale sitting around and fresh hopped it in a keg for us. And we worked with the community to come up with a, a celebration. So one of the one of the key things we do with the project is we allow the community to name the beer. And that seems to be um, really exciting. The, you know, it gets the, the whole community involved. It's like, it's our community, our neighborhood beer. So it was called Stanton Hops. And uh, we drew we drew quite a quite a few people. And the keg was kicked in about two hours. And, and uh, <laughs> uh, it worked out well. We have some uh, a, a band came down and played at the brewery. And uh, we had a food truck there that did well. And uh, just kind of just people showed up off and on for a few hours drinking the beer, having a good time. And it, it, it was a lot of fun. And we just kind of had it at the at Roundabout Brewery last year. Just kind of kind of a last minute kind of idea. Hey, let's, let's celebrate and just have some fun with this beer. And then uh, and it went really well. So this year we... Um, kicking it up a notch a little bit and renting a pavilion and having the same band and uh, hopefully the same food truck. And uh, Steve from roundabout is going to be there pouring beer. And uh, this year, excuse me, we uh, harvested four times as amount. So we're about oh, 20 pounds. I'm sorry about what, 14 pounds of hops. Uh, so he was able to do uh, quite a few more kegs. So we're trying to figure out how we're going to handle those, but I just got word tonight actually this afternoon that he's going to be tapping two of those cakes tomorrow which is kind of exciting so <laughs> yeah so and then, then two more to be saved uh for mid-october for the uh second annual stanton hops beer release party so it should be uh should be a lot of fun nice nice no 14 pounds that's that seems like a, that's from one just from one lot um it's actually from so there's not even a lot per se i'm, I'm sure you saw the pictures it's a kind of a two-foot area right along a pretty busy road stan avenue in pittsburgh so we have about 50 plants that are growing up this um retaining wall there and that's that's where we got 14 pounds out of this year so about uh 25 centennial hop plant varieties and 25 cascade hop variety which did really well and <laughs> we had a nice wet wet summer here in uh pittsburgh area so uh the hops did pretty good so we were pretty happy with the with the harvest. Well, one thing, you know, when it comes to urban ag and, and urban hops and just kind of any sort of urban stuff growing, I, I, I'm always shocked that. And we've got a uh, we have a community garden here next to close to my house. It's in a um, in a schoolyard, and um, they don't seem to be vandalized a lot. And my 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 main concern is always like, oh, some jackass is going to come by. And like either a still all the hops like hey whoa there's some like hops growing wild here along this along this road let's let's pull, pull them I mean have you ever had anybody I mean is there do you, do you have signage or do you have is there is it just known in the community like hey hands off this is you know this is the hops on lots folks doing this I mean ha- um we have a lot of when we're work so especially when we're working at the wall um it's kind of interesting. Um, last year, the first year, a lot of questions and a lot of what the heck are you doing up there? <laughs> and, you know, cause we're walking along the road and, uh, you know, playing around in, in some, in some weird spots and, and, you know, just a lot of people were engaged. They would, it, it's actually right near a bus stop. So, um, there were always people nearby waiting for a bus and kind of, kind of asking questions. What is this? What are you guys doing? And we'd say, Hey, we're growing some hops. You can check out the beer in, uh, in, in the fall. And they go, really? And then 
we kind of get excited about that. So hopefully some of those people showed up last year to have it. But, um, you know, this year um, it's, it's a little bit of the same, but, but people know what we're doing and, and know what's going on. So uh, we go up there and work and it's, oh, hey, it's the Hops guys. How are you guys doing? And, you know, they, they ask us when the beer is coming out and, you know, how, how are things going and how the plants are doing, which is, which is pretty interesting. And then where we're growing in Larmer, Larmer is a completely um, – I, not a completely 180 from the Stanton Heights neighborhood, but not not as uh, affluent, I guess is a good word to say, as Stanton Heights. So Larmer is going under was oh geez, <laughs> they probably have a third to uh, a half of that neighborhood is vacant lots, and they have a big issue there where um, those vacant lots are uh, highly leaded too. So they have a lot of a lot of problems and a lot of things going on, but there's a lot of good people working there. Um, Ms. Peaks, especially, and then a, a woman named Katie DeMent, so who got us and uh, worked with us to put hops in their garden. But the thing is there, we, we do run into uh, a little bit of vandalism and such there. Um, not so much a lot, but, um, you know, um, it was a different type of system we set up. We kind of put some uh, poles up on the beds to suspend the hops from growing. So, uh, People come along and uh, there's been some, you know, wires snipped and some poles bent a little bit, but nothing, nothing too catastrophic. You know, um, I think once uh, people know and realize after about a year, like, oh, hey, this is something that really benefits and helps the community. We can go down, you know, a few blocks down the road to Couch Brewery and have the beer that was, you know, with the hops that were grown up there. So it, it's a it's a learning curve and it's a learning curve for us as well, because we were like, oh, hey, uh, maybe that trellis system we built uh, can't withstand uh you know, kids coming around and having some fun at night. So uh, maybe next year we'll do something a little bit more robust uh, that can't really be, uh, you know, um, as damaged as easily. So it's it's fun. Yeah. You know, one of the things I was, you know, thinking about when, when I was kind of reading about you guys is, is actually securing the land. So um, it sounds like the couple places you have, it's kind of just a one-on-one -on -one agreement with these, um, with these, you know, the different landowners. Is there, I mean, is, is do you, are you envisioning, you know, kind of spreading wider more and maybe even going to the city of Pittsburgh and saying, Hey, you've got, you know, X amount of empty lots. Can we start growing hops there? Like what, what's that look like? Oh, so yes, we, we've dived into that actually quite a bit. Um, so the reason we're at the two locations we are, well, Stanton Heights is actually city owned. It's actually a city throughway, I believe the proper term. So it's not actually owned by the city. It's actually a combination of the city, the public works, the port authority, and even I think the cable and the phone companies have a little bit of rights right away to it as well. So um, that place is complicated. Um, we got working there because the neighborhood secured a love your block grant through the city and targeted that location to be beautified. So uh, through some fancy bureaucracy and paperwork, uh, we're there <laughs> and we got some hops and we're allowed. But however, that comes with some challenges. So for example, uh, about a month ago, I was on vacation and I'm coming back with, uh, just getting back into cell service range and my phone is blowing up. And I'm getting a phone call from city officials and uh, saying, hey, Pete, you got 24-hour notice to pull your hops out. <laughs> oh, I'm like, what's going on? So um, long story short, we're doing some pretty cool things at the wall, hopefully next year. Um, 
we're putting in a drip irrigation system that's going to be fed by stormwater, uh, which is going to be pretty, pretty cool. But in order to get that done, we need some permissions and extra permissions from city and departments. And during that process, um, somebody um, kind of took it upon their own to dive into the project and couldn't find anything and had it to be a cease and desist order on it. Um, so <laughs> luckily we had some uh, friends and some good people in the city that, uh, that have worked with us really well and noticed and caught what was going on and made a few phone calls and stopped it. <laughs> so we were, we were, we were saved for now for this season, the hops are harvest. We're good, but there's some uh, big meetings that are going to be coming up in the next uh, few weeks and next month or two uh, to straighten this out and to make sure we're there legitimately and this can happen again. So uh, <laughs> with that, yeah. So with that, you dive into city bureaucracy and whatnot. But one thing that's cool and what's really, I think, unique about the city of Pittsburgh is we have a program called Adopt-A-Lot. And that's kind of what dived me into trying to get hops in the city. And so the Adopt-A-Lot program is kind of, um, the city has, geez, 20-some thousand vacant lots uh, here that they have to maintain. And they are, they're, you know, that's a lot of money. So the idea is to allow communities, organizations, individuals to um adopt a lot, take care of it, put a garden, just mow the grass, put a flower garden, do something, do whatever. Um, that way you sign a lease agreement with the city and it's a win-win. Um, so we, and part of that process is if you want to, let's say, I'll just give you an example. So we've dived in and tried to get many lots within the city. There's several neighborhoods that we've, we've targeted and liked the locations and thought, you know, this would be great, flat, uh, nice, open, sunny places for hops. So uh, part of the process is you work with uh, a woman named Shelly Danko Day. She's the open space chef specialist here in Pittsburgh, and she's really awesome to work with. And uh, she'll put you in touch with the community leader. So um, you get in touch with them and say, hey, I want to put some hops in your neighborhood. And they say, great, come to our community meeting and talk about it. So that's where we go. So we go and present and kind of basically what we're trying to do and how we're, what we're, what our idea is. And it, it sometimes goes well and sometimes does not. Um, you get a lot of interesting questions and a lot of people that are very adamant about what they want their neighborhood to be. And um, it's, it's really interesting. And I think one of the best parts of this project is engaging with the community and going to these meetings saying, Hey, we want to, you know, put an urban farm, you know, down the street and we want to give you a percentage of the profits and we want to give you, a, be able to name a beer out of the, the hops that we grow. And we want to partner with a brewery that's, you know, as close by as possible. And uh, a lot of some of the communities like Stan Heights were, all for it. They thought this is a great idea. This is a win-win and, uh, they're go-getters. So they, um, did the process, worked with it, got it to go. And there was other neighborhoods. Uh, for example, there was a neighborhood in Hazelwood and we didn't get past the first meeting. So, <laughs> um, some people have their own agenda and what they want to do and hops didn't fit in and, uh, they off we went. So, um, it, it's, it's interesting. Pittsburgh has what, 60 some neighborhoods. So, um, um, there's, it's, it's a big, small little neighborhoods, 
community city kind of deal. And um, a lot of people are passionate about, about their neighborhood and their town and their streets. So it, it's interesting. It's a lot of fun. And it, as I said, it works out great. And sometimes it doesn't, but that's, that's part of the fun. And our ultimate goal, I think, is to um, not think is, is to put in an urban farm setting in the city. And we're working with that. We've been in talks with uh, quite a few communities and city officials and you, I'm sure, as you are well aware, things and bureaucracies don't move very fast. <laughs> and yeah, so we're, uh, we're we're moving, and I'd say in the next few years, we'll probably have something pretty big in the city. Um, that's my hope, and that's my goal. Why on earth would a neighborhood association be opposed to having hops being grown in their neighborhood? It sounds like a cool deal, right? Well, Pete explains there's a couple reasons why. They they were they were for the idea. They liked it, but then uh, they were like. They came back and they're great gardeners and they they really know their 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 stuff and they said you know it's really an invasive species <laughs> and well it, in all honesty yeah. it is you know if and if you don't maintain the hops and if you don't do it and if you we walk away you know they said well wh- what happens and we said well you got a lot of hops you got a cash crop <laughs> and uh, well they didn't like that answer too much and. Uh, they thought, you know, um, you know, after 10, 20 years, you know, if like the whole thing fails, they're going to be left with this invasive species growing all over the place. Uh, we have a big issue here in the city with knotweed. I'm not sure. Japanese knotweed, to be, to be precise. It, it grows exactly like hops. It grows on a rhizome, and that's the only way you can kill it. So um, people are really, really, um, especially in hazelwood, which is covered in a lot of Japanese knotweed. So uh, they are apprehensive about bringing in new plant species especially ones that are potential invasive so they had a point and you know it makes sense and um we moved on and <laughs> which is fine but uh another big issue is you find with the communities is i always call it the simpsons issue and the simpsons uh the the cry is uh, what about the children uh you know reverend lovejoy's wife um <laughs> yeah so we, we get that a lot and, and, and it, it's justified because you know we're doing a an alcohol related product and really how does it how does it benefit kids and you know that's what a lot of people want the neighborhoods to do so uh one of the cool things we're doing in larimer and i mentioned katie dement um she is excited for the hop she's more than thrilled because she uses the hop vines after harvest to make paper oh so uh yeah so she we gave her we harvested the farm and she probably got about a truckload full of vines and she was more than thrilled to take them so that's kind of a, a win-win there. So that worked out. In gardening, nature always has the last word. Some seasons I've grown tons of stuff. Other seasons, nothing. Hops are no different. Add in bureaucracy and trying to find small tracts of land to grow hops in. Pete's got some advice if you want to go down that route. First thing is to see what your what the city has available for adopting. Uh, or looking in city-owned lots specifically. Uh, one of the big issues with growing hops is, I'm sure, it's it's long-term. So you're not going to be there for one or two years. Um, you want to be there for 10-plus years. That's, you know, hops are, are there. They're uh, perennials. They're going to they're gonna come back every year, and you want to harvest them every year. So you want to make sure 
when you're when when looking in a in, into a, a vacant lot, uh, who owns it? That's a big deal. If it's city owned, if it's privately owned, and then whoever owns it, you want to make a deal, and we want to make sure that you can be there for the long term. So one of the issues here in the city as well is with the adopt a lot is um, they can the city can come in pretty much at any time and say, hey, uh, we just got you know several hundred thousand dollars to put a condo here, so uh, you guys have thirty days to get out. So, <laughs> um, so but that's kind of one of the de- one of the one of the uh, one of the one of the issues you run into. But uh, that's also one of the things you consider when looking for location too. You know, you're going to find a place that is it going to turn be turned into a condo in a few years, and you know, kind of a place that that works out for both. And just just work with your community. Um, if there's a community organization, or we have. Uh, here in Pittsburgh, community development corporations. They seem to be popping up the new .org things. And uh, you work with them and you, you find, uh, you find a, a common ground and you'll find people. People like this idea and uh, they'll, uh, they'll get on board and it, it, it will work. It's just a matter of taking your time and finding the right community to work with. So that's, that's my piece of advice. And then if you're going to go into commercial hop farming, take your time, take your time, take your time time <laughs> that's uh take it take it slow take it very slow it's a lot of work uh but it, it's w- well worth it that's well worth it so we're uh we're uh learning we have a, a hop farmer friend north of the city here he's in slippery rock and keystone hop farm i think he's the largest in the state of pennsylvania so that you'll laugh at this the largest hop farm in the state of pennsylvania is about six acres wow yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're, we're a little behind here in the state of pennsylvania uh there there's there's plenty of them popping up one of you know the uh agriculture college here penn state uh had a conference and they say there's a need for about two thousand acres of hops to fulfill the need for pennsylvania breweries and we're, we're about we're about less than 100 here in pennsylvania right now so uh it's a it's a it's an, a budding industry and Believe me, there's hop farms popping up all over the place. And a lot of people, about 80 to 90 percent of them kind of fizzle out after a few years because they realize it's it's a lot of work and a lot of time up front. But uh, if you do it right and take your time and don't get hit with any Japanese beetles or <laughs> downy mildew or some other catastrophe and, and have a little luck, it works out. Thanks go to Pete Bell for appearing on the show and talking about hops and beer. For more information on Hops on Lots Pittsburgh, check out their website. That's hopsonlotspgh.com. For more information on this episode, visit builtblocks.com. There you'll find photos, show notes, and a place to subscribe. Thanks a lot for listening. See you next time.